This is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place, and so on this show we try to make it a little nicer for half an hour every week. Each week, I play a game with one guest or contestant who is guaranteed to win because they're the only person playing. I assign them points throughout the gameplay based on how much they cheer me up with their answers. In the end, the winner and only contestant wins a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of their choice, and we each give a pep talk to someone who we think needs or deserves it this week. Because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. You may know my guest today from his work with the band The Hold Steady, whose great new album, Open Door Policy, is out right now. Welcome to the show, Craig Finn. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks Thanks for being here. Um, congratulations on the new album. Thank you. It's, I'm really excited to have it out. It's uh, It's been a little while due to the pandemic, but uh, finally out in the world, and that always feels great. Did you record in person, or did you record parts, like, all separately? No, we recorded in 2019. Got and it. basically, we're... We, we kind of slowed it down. We're trying to figure out, you know, are there going to be shows? When can we time it mm-hmm. to have this triumphant record release show? And then the answer became never or <laughs> not not soon. Yeah. So uh, we decided to put it out. But, uh, you know, we, it probably could have come out a few months ago if we would have um, kept up the pace. But so be it. And uh, I sort of feel like some of the themes, mental health, um, et cetera, on the record have uh, aged well over 2020. Like, you know, like a fine wine. <laughs> Like a Fine Wine brings us directly into our game for today, which is called Sips Don't Lie. One of my favorite elements of the Hold Steady's music is how many lyrics contain very specific drink orders. For listeners who might not be familiar, references to an order of double whiskey, Coke, no ice. On the new album, there's an order of vanilla, vodka, and Diet Dr. Pepper. In today's game, Craig, I will ask you for the best beverage, alcoholic or not, to drink in several specific circumstances. As always, I will score your answers based on accuracy, creativity, and how much they delight me personally. Craig Finn, are you ready to play Sips Don't Lie? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's start here. First question. What is your go-to order at an airport bar during a two-hour flight delay? So, you know, you mentioned uh, drinks from lyrics, and this one, uh, this immediately brings me back to a Lifter Puller song, uh, my first band, which we said a, a double is just a dollar more when you're living at the airport bar. And I don't think that's true anymore. I don't think um, <laughs> you can get a double for just a dollar more. But there used to be signs back in the 90s, maybe I'm dating myself, double's just a dollar more. Furthermore, I don't think rail liquor is what you should be drinking during a flight delay. I think that's probably, <laughs> if they're doubling it for a dollar, that's probably not your friend. The instinct is to go with just a beer and keep it mellow. But here's the other thing. And I, I, you know, I tour, because I tour a lot of touring musician. I find myself in airports quite a bit, and I find myself in this situation. And the one thing about airports, I'm kind of on the side of like, can we just, like, this isn't a tailgate party, so can we, like, look presentable and act mm-hmm. presentable? And I kind of want to take the tailgate party vibe out of it. So I think the move at an airport bar is a glass of red wine. It's the classiest way to go. You know it's not going to be the best red wine you've ever had, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> and you, they will ask you, you pretty much have to double it because otherwise it's going to be a thimble somehow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it loaves and fishes when you add on to it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I would go there with the red wine and try to just class the whole deal up if uh, in the in the smallest way possible. 
I love that. Even though the double is no longer just a dollar, as lifter puller lyrics have not been adjusted for inflation. <laughs> uh, glass of red wine. I think that's a great answer. This answer is worth 130 points based on, I feel like a glass of red wine costs you $13, but 10 points per dollar. Yeah, that's probably right. Um, that's probably right. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been at an airport. I know. It's I've lost touch with, the, with what the... It's like... I know when you ordered the first, just the, the like, you know, just a small, it's like, no, you better, you better, you better come back with more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might not see you again. Just the, the economics of this situation and your time yeah. management as a bartender for people coming and going. Yeah. Let's yeah. not kid ourselves. <laughs> a wonderful answer. Next question. What is the ideal drink to look for when you've got an evening event to be at? You're at something in the evening and you've got to hold something in your hand so you're not just walking around hands in pockets, but you also have to get up early the next morning. So you can't really, you can't really go wild. Probably the safest answer here is a soda water. Mm -hmm. After that, you've got a Guinness, um, which is pretty low alcohol, even though um, it looks like something kind of, uh, you know, that, that, that is serious, but it's pretty pretty milky and, and and pretty low in alcohol. But on that tip, and I'm not sure this is in a fantasy, this is in a theoretical, so I can bring in some fantasy yeah. fantasy liquors, fantasy booze. <laughs> so where I grew up in Minneapolis in Minnesota, we have something called three two beer. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, it's low alcohol rate. Yeah, three point two percent. And um in Minneapolis, at least when I was growing up, I don't know where they are they are with it now, but you could only get real beer at a liquor store. Three-two beer you could buy at a grocery store, a gas station, etc. Um, so sometimes in, in the old school, you'd see bars that would advertise strong beer. And that means the real <laughs> stuff, you know, and everyone else would have three-two. And, and it's funny because when you're in high school, three-two beer, because you might have a friend who works at a gas station or a grocery store, much easier to come by. Oh, interesting. So three, two beer is kind of the thing. But of course, like high schoolers, you have to be an asshole and everyone gets real <laughs> snobby. About, oh yeah, you're drinking three, two. I wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't even bother. You know, I mean, right. you, it's might, not you might as well have tap water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but, and then um, the flip side of that is when we were being honest with ourselves, we had a saying 3.2 is better than 0.0. Um <laughs> <laughs> which is probably more more realistic at that age. So anyways, I think in that idea, if you're talking about the ideal drink at that moment, the 3-2 beer, um, I, you can't get it everywhere, but uh, if you can conjure up a 3-2 beer, that might be the perfect drink for that moment. I love that. That's specific. That's wonderful. The scoring for this answer, a six-pack of 3-2 beer, I guess that's... Uh, 180, right? 310, 30, 30, 30, 30. Uh, I think that's 192 for this yeah, answer. I think you're right. Yeah. And, uh, right. But, by the way, I will say, um, also, uh, there is a lifter polar lyric. We could always get some 3-2. Uh, so <laughs> we're tying it together thematically here. I wanted to bring that in. So many, yeah, I know, you, <laughs> a lot of beverages. You could stock a bar based on the lyrics. <laughs> I was I was thinking that in the whole study, um, I'm not sure about Steve, but um, most members of the whole study have bartenders. So, no, mm. I, I have not, but um, uh, I just I just make up <laughs> drinks. <laughs> um, that's perfect. A great answer. 192 points for a three-two beer on a on a night when you have to wake up early the next morning. Next question: What is the beverage that you drink when you're feeling a little under the weather? for actual or imagined medicinal benefits? 
I think this one is probably common to a lot of singers. And, and when I think about being under the weather, the thing that I immediately, uh, immediately thought of was show, being on tour, and having throat slash voice problems. And whether <laughs> imagined or not, it feels like bourbon helps it. <laughs> and it feels like, you know, and then, you know, a little hot water, a little lemon. You can do all the other, you know, all the other bits of it. But the bourbon, I think, is, and I'm, it, it does help for a bit. Like, it does help. <laughs> it's a short-term remedy. But the funny thing is, I guess if I was in a bar, if I was at a bar, I'd order a Maker's Mark. That's probably my brand that I think I'd choose. But there is whiskey in our backstage all the time, bourbon. And it's Jack Daniels, Steve. That's sort of his drink of choice. And that always seems like, as a brand, too rock and roll for me. Like, that's <laughs> that's like kind of like David Lee Roth, you know? Sure. It's like, oh, it's Michael Anthony from Van Halen as the Jack Daniels bass. But it's, it's Van Halen. It's chugging a bottle of whiskey. It's not Craig Finn in, in my mind anyways, mm -hmm. but so I always kind of feel like it's a medicinal Jack Daniels rather than like a <laughs> kick-ass Jack Daniels. So I do, I would do mine with a bunch of ice, like tons of ice mm -hmm. and let it melt and then kind of sip it off the top of your amp um, all that, night. But that's um, not, That sounds like how you take medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, take it off the top of your amp is usually <laughs> doctor's order. Yeah, pour it over <laughs> ice, drink it off your amp, call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> Excellent answer. This answer is worth 160 points. 80 proof. Take two. Call the doctor in the morning. <laughs> off your amp. Off the amp. If you don't drink it off the amp, you don't get the same effect. The vibrations are really what, yeah. what cure the throat. Soaks you in, yeah. <laughs> um, perfect answer. Next question. This one is a little complicated. You're at a party and you have a friend that you're relying on for a ride home, and they want to stay for a little while, even though you'd rather leave. And you bargain, there's that bargaining where they're like, okay, another half hour and then we'll go. So you're like, I guess I'll nurse one more drink for the next half hour. What is the the last 30 minute at the party you're reluctant to still be at drink? I had to kind of role play this one, to, you know, <laughs> like to, to face, so I sort of was going through it and I, you know, I sort of sighed when he said he wanted to stay, and then I kind of went over to where the where the bar was, the booze, and I imagined it being kind of picked through. Like, mm -hmm. I was gonna go like for a soda water just to um, you know, just to just to say I'm not having fun anymore. Yes, you know, kind yeah, of. yeah, a beverage that signals that you're being responsible. <laughs> so yeah, after I've like yeah, after the other night. So then, all that's left in that department is tonic. So, like, you know, I take a ice and a big glass of tonic and, you know, start uh, administering the quinine to myself, uh, both to, uh, you know, avoid malaria, but also go over to my friend and kind of just passively, aggressively um, drink tonic near him um, until he hopefully wants to go less, in less than a half an hour. And I think Ooh, that's... That's so... Beautifully passive-aggressive, very, very Midwestern choice, but also drinking tonic. The, the only thing that signals that it's not like a gin and tonic is the lack of a lime. So you have to be very intentional because otherwise they're like, Craig's really got himself a heavy pour there. Yeah, it's a, no, yeah, you, ugh, she's playing tonic. This is terrible. You kind of have to, like, you know, announce it. Yeah, ooh, all right. <laughs> This, this bar is kicked. <laughs> Better be mosey and alone. Not much left. 
<laughs> kind of, we should probably beat the traffic. <laughs> Excellent answer. Oh, this answer is worth 100 points. Just 100 points flat, I think. Because yes. by this point in the evening, the tonic, probably a little flat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Next question. We're all adults here. What is the best thing to drink alone? So, this is a little product placement. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a bar here. I live in Greenpoint, and there's a bar called Diamond Lil, and they have a, a drink uh cocktail that they sell, you know, in big bottles that you can get. It's called the Mother's Milk. It has nothing to do with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It <laughs> is, uh, um, it's, it's like tequila, mezcal, some sort of liqueur, cucumber, coconut, lime, and nutmeg. And um, it kind of looks like like it looks like a white Russian, like sure. maybe like it looks kind of milky, but it's it, it, it's it's thinner than that and it's more refreshing. But I sort of feel like I don't, you know, tend to drink cocktails that have so many ingredients. But this is a thing. If you're drinking alone, again, you're kind of classing it up. You <laughs> sure. know what I mean? It's like, well, I have this bottle of this. So I might as well try a little, yeah. you know? And also, you can put on your bathrobe and you'll feel like the dude. In, um, <laughs> yeah, the very Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's that those like that, that sort of specialness of it um, can kind of save you from the depressing thing of like, well, I'm drinking alone here, watching TV. I think you're right. I think the more ingredients in a drink you drink by yourself, the more it's like a little craft project or like kind of a um, culinary experiment, even, even if someone else prepared it for you, rather than just like uh, bottle to glass is a very sad pour or bo- just bottle to mouth is a sadder bo- one still. Bottle to mouth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like the, it, it becomes a recipe, like you're sampling a recipe. Yes. And uh and 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 commenting back like, yeah, this is a pretty good batch. You're more of a liquid foodie <laughs> than, than you're yeah. drunk. <laughs> liquid foodie, is that a term? That's a good term. Hey, we're the, we we made it happen tonight. That's a great answer. Mother's milk, uh supporting a local business. I love that. This answer is worth 160 points. <laughs> right. Next question. A friend texts you to say that they're in town and you meet up with them even though you'd intended to stay home that night. You didn't plan to stay out long, but it becomes clear that you're really going to make a night out of it. What is the drink that signifies the shift from like, sure, let's meet up for one to like, okay, we're really getting after it. Like, I'm not, I'm not drinking like it's about to be bedtime. So <laughs> I had a thought about this and I'm not sure that it's about the actual drink. Okay. But sometimes when you're in these situations where things go, tend to go wild, is one guy, you know, like you say, I start out and you're, we're drinking two different things. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, it's, I just after like our third drink, I'm like, I'll get one of those too. Oh, and yeah. then you're together. <laughs> You've unified it and you're, you're doing the same kind of work. And at that point, like you're on a mission, right? Like, right. like you, 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 cause, cause you know, let's just make it easy for the bartender. You, just, you know, yeah, he, he for doesn't efficiency. know you go all these different things. Let's just <laughs> keep them coming. He'll remember it. And you know, so I think it's, it's almost about, uh, the joining of forces rather than the whatever the individual drink is. I love it. It's like synchronizing your watches for like a spy mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're getting on exactly the same page. Perfect. And you know that at that point, it's over. It's over. Like, you're, you know, 
your partner's mad at you, you're coming in late, etc. <laughs> right, right, right. You've acknowledged that the night is, wherever the night's taking you, it's taking you together. You're not going to split off. You're in it to win it. I love, yeah. that's such a, a great answer. That answer, look, if it was if it was a specific drink, that answer would have been worth 110 points, but we're doubling it because we're syncing up 220 points. This is the highest score of the game so far. Wonderful. Next question. What's the best beverage for keeping you awake for the last hour of a late night drive? I don't think booze is a good idea here. So I think what, you know, (laughs) and I've done enough, you know, with the touring, I've done enough late night driving. I think the move is like you go into the rest stop place and you see like one of those kind of, I don't want to say fake Dunkin' Donuts, but like a kiosk Dunkin' Donuts where it's like, Branded, maybe? Yes. Dunkin' Donuts yeah, yeah, branded. Yeah. And you're like, oh, good. At least they have... Lightly franchised. <laughs> like, at least they have coffee I can drink. Where it's yeah. like, the only thing is a sticker. Like, you have no idea. Like, <laughs> right. Like, pour yourself one of those. And also, like, you know, if you're the last one driving, like, like you're also kind of taking a hit for the team. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you're also, like, a little bit, can put on a little bit of, again, a passive-aggressive show. Yeah. Of, like, you know, I guess I'll need some coffee here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you pair that, I'd say, pair it with a nerd's rope and uh, maybe a Choco <laughs> Taco or something. Because <laughs> your days are just screwed the next day if oh, you're yeah, taking coffee over. after midnight. So, um, but I think that's safe. And, um yeah, I think that uh, that's what I'm seeing myself in late night. I I agree. I think a Dunkin' Donuts is also the ideal strength of late night coffee, where it's not like you're not getting like a supercharged, highly caffeinated coffee. You're getting like maintenance coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But but you do appreciate the brand at that. Like you know yep. what I mean? Like you you, yes. you believe, and even if you don't totally believe it, you want to believe it. Like that's I agree. definitely Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I'm getting Dunkin' Donuts taste, quality, consistency, <laughs> even though right, even though it's just like one of those pump coffee things that you'd have like at a an office, se- you know, a professional <laughs> seminar in a Ramada. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like another excellent answer. I'm uh, always a fan of Dunkin' Donuts. I know. Um, I, I'm not trying to pander, but I knew you'd like that one. I'll say, I look. I'm happy to be pandered to. Easily bullied. Happy to be pandered to. That's my whole deal. Um, gosh. And this answer. Hmm, let's call this 99 points because the donuts used to be 99 cents back a little while ago, and I, I miss when the donuts broke the dollar barrier. That that was a tough day for me. <laughs> I feel like when you can't pay for a donut with a single bill, I'm like, uh, this is I'm really investing in this pastry. <laughs> Next question: What is your favorite drink to order on someone else's tab? This is crazy because, like, and this is a good question because I don't know what the psychology is, but every time, um, like, if you go to a wedding and it's like open oh, yeah. bar. And it's like, suddenly I'm drinking things I wouldn't drink. And it's You're not different because guy. they cost a lot. Like, I'm just like, dude, I can have every anything? Yep. It's like, you can, I, at this point, I can have anything at any bar I want to go to. But somehow right. I make different choices and it ends up with gin. It ends up with gin. And um, so I'm going to say like Sapphire, Bombay, um, or Hendrix gin, anything with mm-hmm. that. I recently um, had my first martini. Like I've never had a martini before. I just wow. just had one like uh, I don't know a month ago. It was pretty good. So I'm guessing <laughs> that uh, guessing that um, from now on, when for, faced with that, like, hey, you can have whatever. I'll be like a martini. I don't know if I like it dirty or you know shake whatever. Yeah. But um, it seems like uh, that just seems like 
the liquor I want, uh, that I would want if it was just no strings attached, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Open bar, Craig drinks gin. (laughs) I, I wonder also, I was wondering if like there's some sort of imprinting, like maybe like when I first started to go to weddings, like I couldn't have gotten the Bombay Sapphire gin. Right. So now it's like, it's just like, whoa, wedding. I need the, I need the high end, you know? Yeah. I think I think that's great. I, I, so is a gin martini? Yeah, I think a gin martini. We've been in in during the pandemic. We've been doing dirty vodka martinis in the home as like a my my wife Maris and I as like a um like you were saying earlier. The more ingredients you get in, we're like a classy Wednesday <laughs> evening at home. <laughs> do you do the? Do you have like uh well like do you, do you have like garnish? Yeah, I guess you have the olives, right? We do the two olives, but they they sink to the bottom, so right. they're like just by the time you get they're just marinated by the time you get to the bottom. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. But it, yeah, a gin martini is like such a great thing to drink on someone else because <laughs> you, especially if they're buying, you're like gin martini. You're like, this guy's got it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, and that's fine now. But imagine, you know, me at 24 on my third. You know, it's like <laughs> dancing. Yeah, I'll dance. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> right. You. Just, but meanwhile, like you go back another 30, 40, 50 years. And you're like, that's what Don Draper drank at lunch. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, I know. Like that's that's another thing. Like, how do you? I'm in a rock know. band, and I like that. I'm not. No, I'm not another. <laughs> I I have to work. (laughs) Please give me my medicinal Jack Daniels. Place it on the amp. No more gin. What if we can do this? (laughs) Um, Incredible answer. Gin martini. I think I might have given this score out before on the show, but 007. Seven points for that answer. Martinis. James Bond. Of course. Final question. Drawing from a specific hold steady lyric from Denver, Denver Haircut, wherever he goes, he likes to order the usual. He likes to see what they'll bring him. Uh, if you could walk into every place you ever go and be like, I'll have the usual, please. And anyone, any bartender, server at a restaurant would know what you mean. What would you want that drink to be? I was thinking of uh, two other hold steady lyrics in, in the answer to this. One would be the 212 margarita, which... Mm-hmm. Um, I do like margaritas a lot, but that is, that's always like a, if you're not at a Mexican restaurant, I always feel guilty like about ordering it because I'm not sure if they can do it or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's realistic, but I feel like I'm putting them out. I feel like when you're not at a margarita forward establishment, that's one of those that I shy away from too. Yeah. And I think that's probably right. I think that's probably our instincts, right? So I'm going to make it easier, um, but use another whole study lyric, which is uh, tequila takeoff to Cate landing. And uh, Mm -hmm. Um, Tecate with a with a shot of tequila on the side, and that um, I was thinking about you know the origin of that lyric. I had this idea that Tecate, because it's such a nice uh, you know Mexican kind of watery, refreshing beer. I sort of had this idea that they, they could have an ad campaign for Tecate <laughs> in the morning. You know, like, <laughs> like, like like you've had a real like you've been up all night raging, you know. Yeah, and it's just like in the, the you can sort of see this in the ad. You can see the sun coming up, and the guy cracks yep. a Tecate. And it's like have a Tecate landing, you know, <laughs> like, like, like like it's a crash, but it's a soft one. <laughs> you just kind of soft landing the whole next day. It's not a good day, but you don't ever just feel total pain. So right, yeah. this is this is the Captain Sully landing. <laughs> It's not not what was planned, but it's softer than it could have been. It's better in the water than in the, you know, on the the, the FDR or whatever. Um, 
So yeah, I think the Tecate, um, Tecate with a side of tequila would be my usual. That's great. Well, this answer, we'll, we'll go to the aforementioned 212, 212 points. Incredible gameplay. Just a wonderful roster of drinks for all circumstances. Thoughtful, considered, excellent answers. Well, that brings us to the end of today's game of Sips Don't Lie. Craig Finn, your total score is 1,280 points, the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? Wow, I feel great. That, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like a champion. <laughs> You are a champion. <laughs> um, as today's champion, as the champion of this episode, you've won a $100 grand prize donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? Uh, Coalition for the Homeless, New York. That's great. And it, obviously, services for the unhoused, especially this time of year, cold weather, yeah. it feels like really, really important. Yes. A great choice. Finally, for today's episode our regularly scheduled pep talks. We'll each give a pep talk to a person or a group who we think might uh, need it or or deserve it at at this point. I'll go first. My pep talk is for opening acts. And let's start with the caveat that I can't wait until live in-person performances can be safely held again. And I bet you opening acts listening feel the same way. But some nights it's tough performing for half empty rooms or the way I do it as a comedian when I'm an opening act, full rooms with crowds half empty of attention because they're ordering drinks and chicken fingers while you're performing. Uh, Living the dream isn't always as dreamy as you dreamt it would be. And that's okay to admit, but still, You are living the dream. Think about the days, maybe even not so long ago, when the idea of being the opening act was so thrilling, it felt almost beyond reality. And that's your life. The stage, the lights, the reasonable number of drink tickets and weird bathroom that's maybe also a utility closet. Remember the first time you experienced all that? Your whole life changed. It was all you wanted. And also consider the relief of zero expectation. You're the opening act. When someone in the crowd loves you, they found a new favorite band or comedian or I guess juggler. Are there opening jugglers? I will, I'll look into this. But if you aren't to their tastes, the crowd's tastes, they will never remember they saw you. You will fade from their memory as fast as your 15 or 20 minute set passes in your own mind. You have to be so bad as an opener for people to write down your name and tell other people they hated you. So probably it's all upside. So enjoy the freedom of your triumphs being remembered and your mistakes being forgotten. And know that someday the fans will be there to see you more and more each time. And you'll be subject to the pressure to perform along with, of course, a bigger check and a few more drink tickets and sometimes even a bathroom without an industrial sink and mop bucket to navigate. Craig, the floor is yours for a pep talk. Thank you. Um, You know, I was thinking about our first answer about the airport and I was thinking about... um, being at the airport, and one thing that I feel like is that people sometimes at the airport are, like, way too comfortable. Yeah. And in their dressing and also laying or sitting on the floor. So I made a pep talk to those people to kind of help them maybe stand up. <laughs> hey, here you are at the airport. You're going somewhere. I don't know where you're going. It's hard to even guess. Although I do know one thing about the place you're going. It's too far to drive. Maybe you're going to Hawaii. Super cool. You probably see a volcano. Make sure to wear sunscreen. Or maybe you're going to London. You won't need the sunscreen, but you're going to see some very awesome old stuff and maybe take a picture with that Harry Potter thing at the train station. I'm happy for you. Wait, are you going to Vegas? You know what they say about gambling. You're bound to win. Vegas (laughs) is the trip that usually pays for itself. Good thinking. You're killing it. (laughs) 
Now, I noticed that you're laying on the floor here at the terminal. You brought your own pillow, even, which is great. A good Boy Scout comes prepared, right? You look pretty at home. The sweatpants you're wearing look very comfortable. I love how you kind of made this little corner into your own freshman year dorm room. <laughs> and I'm me, and you're the weird depressed assigned roommate that doesn't come back after Christmas break. You're making me a bit nostalgic for the good old college days, and I appreciate you for bringing me back. But hey, what if we decided just to take baby sip of discomfort? I think we both love it. Like, maybe you could get up off the ground, stretch your legs. It'll feel great. I suspect the carpet isn't the cleanest part of the airport, so it's a step towards staying healthy for your trip, and you deserve that. There's some seats at the next gate. I think the boarding, you'll hear the boarding announcement from there. You know, I think it's too late to change clothes, but they say that discomfort is necessary for personal growth. So maybe next time you wear like normal clothes on the return flight. Seems like a small bother for personal growth, right? Jeans and a shirt probably won't be the comfort delivery service that your current outfit is, but in case there's an unruly passenger on your flight and you end up in a viral video of them getting tackled on the jetway, <laughs> you'll look good. Might be your big moment. Let's be prepared. Let's get famous. Now, I think when you're off the ground, maybe wearing normal clothes, you're going to feel much better and feel like an adult, which from the looks of it, you are, and so am I. So I'm glad we're in this together. I thank you for being a part of this. Stay positive, your friend Craig. <laughs> a wonderful pep talk. I think it will inspire anyone who can to get up <laughs> off the floor and put on jeans. Not too much to ask. <laughs> yeah, I, I do believe discomfort leads to growth. I think that's a wonderful mantra. Uh, a wonderful thing to to consider during air travel or any time. And this is the episode. Uh, this is Make My Day. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. Thank you again to this week's champion, Craig Finn. Craig, where can people find you and your work? Uh, the holdsteady.net is probably the easiest and best. Uh, but anywhere yeah, you point towards the holdsteady uh, or craigfinn.net uh, also works. Great. And uh, the new album just came out, Open Door Policy. Check it out. And And... Craig's other albums as well, uh, and the band's other albums. And once again, if you're looking for your own opportunity to donate to New York Coalition for the Homeless or the Coalition for the Homeless in New York City, um, I'll make that available on the show's social media. If you have your own answers to today's game of Sips Don't Lie, tweet them at me at, at Josh Gondelman. I, I would love to hear them. And that's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. A five-star review really helps. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. 